because it's like a whole just course of videos okay. I probably watched about ten. Okay, and it's a it's like a master class. Yeah, in, okay. that, in that format. Okay, yeah, that's what's up. I I love master classes, especially if it's something um really specific that you're gonna learn. You know, oh, yeah. like trade. Yeah, exactly, trade. So let's do a rundown right quick. Okay. Thank you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. We're in here with Raheem. And today we're talking about trading. Um, Raheem, Monday, uh, did you trade today as well? Today? Or you, it was just Monday? I did. Okay. So explain to me how, what what was your trading process like uh, Monday? Oh, was it H2? Well, no, no, yesterday. I'm, okay. sorry, I'm trying to so, get the whole... Yesterday, what did I do yesterday? Okay, so I've been on this trading journey for about a year. No, actually a year, a year and a month I've been on this trading journey. I discovered trading through a friend named Kyle, uh, like right after I graduated college. I saw what he was able to accomplish with trading Kyle was making at least a thousand dollars a week oh wow okay right so he had his 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 his, uh game plan down pat definitely like when I met him he, he knew what he was doing so coming into trading he was saying that it's something that you know I've never done before you know, and it's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. And he explained that it's not going to be easy simply because most people fail. He was saying that most people take the once they decide to take this journey, mm-hmm. they fail. Okay. And by failing mean they give up. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that they can't do, do it. it. Right. Okay. That they aren't capable. So I was like cool you know that just means that i gotta learn it and you know stay devoted when times get hard you know i'm not taking it as anything so going through with well learning with kyle i was you know on and off because i was basically assuming that i could do what he did and you know it didn't end well you know i was riding a roller coaster i was going up and down i was winning some i was but i was losing more than i was winning right and i basically hit the reset button about three times because once those of you who know trading or those of you who do your research and become interested in trading you know that you have to fund your journey Meaning that you're not going to literally make money until you have money to capitalize on. Exactly. So, and with trading, the more money you have, because they're dealing with margins, if you have the more better money, opportunity, yeah, the better the opportunity. Most, Even a slight move up, absolutely. if you have a lot of money, can absolutely reap you some good dividends. Absolutely. So, they tell you from the beginning to. Don't risk more than you're willing to lose. I mean, that's it's, it's a simple rule. But see, people become scared with trading because they think it's gambling. And they relate it as if, you, if you're not going to 
basically like control yourself, mm-hmm. then you're going to lose. Okay. And many people don't control themselves. So, so you would say that um, when it comes to trading, the biggest obstacle is emotion. One of them. One of them. What would be the What would be the second? I mean, what you gotta know, like what you're doing. You have to know how to identify market structure. Mm-hmm. You have to learn to identify resistance um support you have to learn to identify trends um there are specific patterns that occur there are even shapes that occur if you can see it you know like like, if you study the actual charts correct you can be able to exactly and they repeat themselves over and over and over again but if you don't have the knowledge, like before you even get to the emotion part, then like you won't even see that. Like one of the things that I've learned uh, when I study stocks for a while was if you want to day trade, it's about volume. So a lot of people think that it's a, it's about like, oh, man, Google has like an insanely high stock price, but you could probably make more. If you go to a smaller barrier of entry stock, like something in the $60 range or $30 range, even lower, like $5 range, you know what I'm saying? But if a lot of people are trading that day, you can jump in at the beginning of the market, ride it all the way up and say, you know what? I think this is the top. Hop out. Right. Absolutely. And that's really supposed to be how you're supposed to day trade, I believe. But... It's hard to 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 ride it up and know exactly when they get out coming down. Like, well, yes. Now, there, there. When it comes to trading, there are tons, millions of markets you can trade. Mm-hmm. You can trade anything from forex, which is what I mainly focus on, which are currency based. Mm-hmm. Those include the U.S. dollar, the euro, the pound, the yen. You can trade stocks, as you were saying. Those include, you know, millions of companies, right? Any company you can name. But you can also trade, excuse me, indices. And what an indice is or index is what they consider the S&P 500. So you'll get, instead of one individual stock, you get the whole. Yes. You get a percent of the whole market instead of just betting on one individual stock. If yes, if you choose to open a position within that company, yes. Okay. So one, one of the things that I have, uh, that I would love my viewers to know is that when you save money, one of the best vehicles to save money is in one of those funds, the index funds, because the return on investment is much higher than any savings account that you can get on bare minimum. You know what I'm saying? Like I think they say it averages between 13% a year something like that return on investment and your average savings account if your money is just sitting in the savings account the best rates right now are like below one percent so if you just set your money in an index fund it can at least grow 13 percent each year or higher or lower you know because it's still yeah, it's variable this year because because this this year oh yeah your, your money was gone <laughs> 
your money was gone. Your money was gone in March yes. of this year. <laughs> when that mark, when when this whole pandemic happened, yeah. So said, what's your strategy? So you say you you deal in currencies. Yes. But when you actually are in front of the screen, what are you looking for? Oh, there's okay. So recently, um, like I said, I've been trading for a year. I've definitely grown. I can definitely tell you what I used to do, you know, how I used to look at trades compared to. All right. So, um, like I said, I've been trading for a year and I've definitely grown from how I used to view charts versus how I view charts now. Okay. What and was the what was how did you used to view them? Well, I used to just Well, first I I didn't know what I was looking at. <laughs> okay. That's what the first thing most people say when they look at a chart is that they just see sticks or arrows going up and down. And most of the time they're red or green, sometimes they're blue, black and white. All that all depends on the person. But um now when I look at charts, like I said, I'm looking for structure. I'm looking, I'm specifically identifying trends because that is the safety, that is the safest and most strategical thing to trade because that signals that the market is going in one direction, up or down. And a lot of people get that confused. Trading, you can make money going both ways. Yeah. You can make money when the market's going up and you can make money when the market is so going down. So it's bull market versus bear, bear market. market. Now, yes. which the bull is when it's going up, correct? And the bear is when it's going down, correct? Okay. So the strategies that I was using were the fifty EMA, which is a um, exponential moving average. Most of the time. You want to start on a higher time frame? Well, let, 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 let me backtrack. Before I even get into a strategy, there are tons of strategies. The point of trading is to find a strategy with what works for you. Right. Because there are some people who like to do short-term trades. Mm -hmm. There are some people who like to do long-term trades. Which are the safer bets the long term well I mean like I said it all depends on what works for you okay now see the point what trading really does is allow much introspect of who you are mm. because everyone know everyone has the same goal when it comes to trading make money exactly but there's a process to making money see you can't go after making money when you're trying to trade because then you're gambling when you're trying to make money trading you want to go for the best trade you want to go for the best setup and see that was one thing that had me i was just trying to predict which way it was going to go and when you talk about a setup you mean you jump in the market and the trade goes where? Up? No, no, no. When I say, okay. Now, a setup means that there are certain formations that, again, or shapes, like I said, that the chart will depict. 
Okay. Now, see, those lines on the chart are specifically called, or technically called, candles. Mm -hmm. And each candle represents an increment of time. And green candles, normally they're bullish candles, dictate when price goes up between an allotted amount of time. Mm -hmm. Now, see, there are different time frames, all the way from the minute to a month. Right now, you can be on the chart and you can be looking at minute candles, and you could be on that exact same chart, and you could be looking at month candles, and the candles will represent the exact same thing, but just smaller bites. Have right, have way different ratios because can you, those, can you pick any of them? So you what can, do you mean? like you said, one of them is about a minute basically, mm -hmm. and the other one is by like the month. Correct. Can you find a chart that will give you any time frame? Every chart gives you every time frame. Oh, okay. okay. Every chart you can look at, and you can look at how fast price moves, how slow price moves, any way you want to dictate it. Okay. But like, okay, so just going back, trying to get back on topic, mm -hmm. people trade to make money, but people get confused again with gambling because they're trying to, they want to force the market to go the direction they want it to go. Mm. See, if you sell, you naturally want the market to go where? Up. No, sell. Oh, if I'm selling? Uh-huh. Down. Exactly. Yeah, right. But if the candles, each individual stick, right? Mm -hmm. If they do not send you the message or dictate that price is going to go down, mm -hmm. then you're just setting yourself up for failure. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people, even me included, get confused as to you can't force the market where you want it to go. You just got to go where the market goes and take what the market gives you. So ride the wave. Exactly. Some people want a tsunami, but they may be getting just small little ripples. And, and, and you looking at <laughs> the prime <laughs> example because, you know, because it, because. It, it, it has such an effect on you that even when you take a successful trade, right? Mm -hmm. And you see those, you see that money accumulating mm -hmm. and you see it running up, you think it's never going to stop. Mm. Mm. So you don't, it, and a stop loss, could you talk about that right quick? Where oh, okay. you, you set a stop loss when you've gained your, your, your profits. Mm-mm. Before that, before you before, even gave the before you even, before you even set the trade, you need to have your stop loss. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Because I thought if you set the stop loss too early, you could lose out. No. So that's if you make it too tight or too small. Mm. So what a stop loss is. So let's say structure has provided me with a bullish setup. Mm -hmm. So that means that the candles are, from what I'm reading on the chart, I am reading that the candles are showing me that the market is going to continue pushing up in okay. an upward trend phase. Right. So in this case, one of the golden rules in trading is to buy low and sell high. Mm-hmm. 
right? Right. That's life. <laughs> right. Exactly. You want to get, like you said, margins. You want to mm-hmm. get the best for you for your buck. So, if I am planning to buy in the market, I'm on an upward trend, and the candles show me a bullish setup. Then, before I set that trade, or before I open that trade of a formidable entry, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that my stop loss is at a certain level where it's below structure. Mm-hmm. So that so like basically stop loss is supposed to only be touched if the trend because mm-hmm. remember going on a buy. My stop loss should be placed below a structure from my entry so that if trend decides to reverse, you don't lose everything. You get out I lose exactly. Okay. Because I was always taught that when you do a stop loss, you you set the stop loss after the profit. So when you see what a profit is, then you set your stop loss. Um to, to negate how much you can lose after you made the profit. Mm-hmm. But if you set the stop loss before... Because let's say you set your trade and you don't automatically go into profit. Let's say you go negative. like So let's say, okay, I, I placed that trade, right? Mm-hmm. My stop loss is around 20 pips. And that equates to $20. Mm-hmm. Right? So let's take your scenario... And let's say that I didn't, let's say that I didn't set my stop loss. Mm-hmm. So I, I want, I'm again, like I'm on a buy and I'm on an upward trend and I didn't set my stop loss and the trend reverses. Ooh. You could lose. And it just keeps going down. Right. It could, I could blow my account. Mm. But let's say. I set my stop loss at 20 pips and that equates to if trend reverses and it hits my stop loss, I lose $20. Ah, much better. Right. Or it plays like this. I set my stop loss negative 20 pips equates to negative $20. So, but the next candle, like I said, I don't shoot in a profit. Let's say I shoot like down to negative 10. Mm. It didn't hit my stop loss yet. But I'm not in profit. I'm still in the trade. So does that mean if... Okay, where you set your stop loss Mm -hmm. is basically where you saying this, this, this stock has dipped under profitability to the point where... If it goes this much further, I'm out. I don't want to lose no more money. Okay. Like, I'm willing to lose, like, basically... I'm willing to lose some money, but I'm not willing to lose everything. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So, like, going back to this, so, like, let's say that, like I said, I don't shoot in the profit, but the next candle, I flow that negative 10, and then the next candle, it go down a little lower, and I flow that negative 15, but I'm still letting it hit negative 20, so I'm still technically in the trade, Mm -hmm. and then the next candle, it do what I wanted to do, and it go up. So, you see what the stop loss do? It give you that room to be negative, to be wrong just Mm -hmm. a little bit. Before not, it going yeah. exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was told about stop losses wrong then. Um, 
or I, I misunderstood <laughs> what it was. So, nah, that's cool. That's cool. So, getting back to your trades um, on Monday. How, so, walk me through your candle setup. Walk me through your your starting position and where did you set your stop loss? I mean, if you can, give me those details. I, I mean, you don't got to say what stock she was trading on, but... Gotcha. Okay, so... Um... I mean, it's kind of hard because this is where a lot of visuals will come into play. Okay. Um, except for people who are auditory and who can follow words. But um, so, okay, a typical strategy I've learned that most traders use is the break and retest. Okay. So if I'm describing this to you and you have the basic knowledge... I am on an upward trend, which means that my chart, my candles are moving in a direction of a higher high, higher low, higher high, higher low. And what a breakout is, is that there's one candle or a series of candles that break that trend in the opposite direction. So if I'm on an upward trend and I'm going higher, high, higher, low, higher, high, higher, low, then the breakout just like goes straight down, mm. right? So the thing is, is like you can never, pre- well, sometimes, well, like once you get good, but when you, if you can't, if you're not selling on the breakout, mm. if you don't profit off the breakout, then what you do is you wait for what they call a retest. So after the breakout, so it's like I'm going up, I'm going down, I'm going up, I'm going down, and then I shoot down real hard. Mm. After that shoot down, most of the time, the market will either shoot back up or it'll slowly make its climb back up to a resistance zone right under where the breakout occurred. Mm. But it won't. Break past right where that breakout happened. Because when you look at the characteristics of the human mind, uh huh, I'm I'm visualizing the candles like you like you said you start and your 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 stuff is trending up. Right. I'm viewing the candles just like a a regular human would view the candles. So when you see that breakout and it drops, right, it's gonna drop. Some people will say the bears will say, "Oh, I'm about to grab this. I'm about to get it." That's what the stupid dude's gonna say. Mm-hmm. It's already it's already had its move. Yeah, it's done. You already missed its move, right? Yeah. So, like I said, you wait for the retest. You wait for it to climb back, back up, up, right where the breakout. But happened. it won't go above. It, it shouldn't. Sometimes it do. If it's enough bullish pressure, sometimes that's just a fake out. Mm-hmm. You see, the breakout be the fake out, and then it just continues streak on up. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. that's why that that's why again trading. Just zaps a lot, like how my man Kyle, for who first introduced me to trading, he said a lot of people don't succeed because, as you can hear from it, you know, if you don't have if you don't have patience, if you can't wait for the setup to happen, you going you gonna ride that wave, bro. Mm. But you're not gonna like so, so more it's, times it's, you're it's gonna so, lose than you're gonna be profitable so, on that wave. So then it's the difference between a good surfer and a bad surfer. And like I studied surfing for a, a while, mm. right? And when you're going up against a wave that could kill you, 
you have to take the right wave. You know what I'm saying? Like there's certain places on this earth where if you take the wrong wave, it can actually wipe you out. Like just like your account, your account could be completely wiped out and done. And the mediocre people or the people that's just jumping in the stock trading that they don't know no better, they'll look at something you you've studied and they'll take an L because they'll be like, oh, the stock is cheap right now. I'm going to just try to grab it. And, you know, and you don't realize, oh, no, that's not how you make money. So that means they jumped off on the wrong wave. But when you've studied, they jumped in wrong from they, the right. Exactly. <laughs> they in wrong from the they beginning. Wrong from the beginning. But when you um, when you have a skilled professionals master surfer, you know what I'm saying? Like one of the guys who's like, they all they do is dedicate their life to surfing. That guy, he's waiting for the perfect swell. He sees it a mile away, probably. And then when he hits that joint, he, he rolling. He, he chilling. Rolling. Other he chilling. than that, he chilling. Like he not pressed about the small jokes, he chilling. And, and or he, he not pressed about the he like you said. He, he ain't chilling. And, and so is that where you're trying to get? You're trying to get to on the stock level where you're you're surfing the waves effortlessly. Absolutely, absolutely, dude. What to be able to just siphon money to your account at will. That's why Monday they. That's why they called them the masters of the Monday universe. through Friday. Why they called themselves that. Monday know. through Friday. Twenty four seven. Monday through Friday. You just siphoning money to your account. You don't work for nobody. You literally spend hours on your between your phone. Well, between your computer first and your phone. Now, this is the one thing that I want to say to my viewers and listeners. Um, the barrier to entry in the stock market is at the lowest it's ever been in, in history. Because right now you can go on your phone, download an app, and literally be in the market within minutes. minutes. All Minute. you need is a broker. That's it. And and they've they've created brokerages on the phone right now. Like you can do Robinhood, you can do what's the Weeble one? You ever heard of that one? I never heard of Weeble, but it's so though it's so many. Legal I'm gonna leave brokers. the link in the, in the in the description as well. It's so many legal brokers. It's so many offshore brokers that are still permitted in America. It's like you said, there are there are no barriers There's compared no barriers to just in the nineties, where you had to even know someone to make a phone call to get the trade. To even get, and then you had to answer yes or no. It won't no charts or nothing back then. Back then, you just got a price and a number. And then you had to even had to cash to play, like, like you said, dude. Yeah, you can the start entry at right with a hundred dollars today. Yeah, I made like four trades uh, Monday. Where? Mm? You win? I actually did. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I bet on some stuff. Well, not bet, but I traded on some stuff that was things I always wanted to buy anyway, and they did exactly what I thought they were. And I was just like, this is exactly, you got to buy. You I'm going to tell you, it's beginner's yep. luck. Cause it, <laughs> is, it is. I mean. Because <laughs> you're going to hear something. And I'm telling you, it's going to hurt. Because you're going to be like, I just lost all this fucking money. It happens to the best of us, man. It's all good, though. I mean, and like you said, you just don't play with more than you can lose. Uh, yes. Yes. 
Because they letting you play with dollars if you want at this point. You know what I'm saying? It's a couple dollars. Like, I would rather trade some dollars and, and see if I could. They, I'm telling you, dude. Like, what's the problem? It's like better than watching sports. <laughs> you watching money. Because you betting on yourself. <laughs> and you betting on yourself. If you know what you're doing, you're paying yourself every day. Like I said, Monday through Friday, dude. You don't work for nobody. That's a good life. Life. And you can do it from anywhere. That's another thing. All you need is Wi-Fi. If you can get some Wi-Fi, go to a, a online cafe. Because a lot of my people in, in like Asia, they be doing the online cafes. So if you broke, try to find locate an online cafe. Get a phone and <laughs> download the app and throw some money on it. You know? Get some knowledge first. Don't just jump out there. Take a, read a book. Get a course. A yes. Take I'm telling you. But I think but I think they do need to at least start in the market though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, see what it's like. Yes. Yeah. Like make some long term investments. Just buy some stuff that you've always wanted. Like the companies you truly believe in and hold them. And then when you got enough money to really, really trade, like uh Heem is doing, then mess with the trading. You know what I'm saying? But at least have your money working for you. If you can get some money in the market, it's better for you than not to have no money in the market. Especially right now, because your money ain't about to be gaining no value. Nope. Just sitting and saving. Unless you were planning to spend it on something specifically, if you're just saving to save, you gotta, your, your money always has to be moving. A portion of it. Yeah, most definitely. If you don't find a way to make money in your sleep, you will work for the rest of your life. Mm. And I've been there before. Like, I remember when I didn't understand how to have my money work for me. And it was a much tougher life than what I'm willing to admit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it was like, God dang. Like, You're trying to get that miles. No, 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 no. Everybody, I feel like, got to go through it who came from, you but know. not everybody surpasses it. Most don't surpass it. You know, sometimes I forget that because like, once you get to the level of being able to do it, you realize, dang, it's everybody doing it. You know yeah, what I'm like, saying? Like, we were, I was made, we were listening to Earl Nightingale. He did a speech and he took, said that, you know, you can take a hundred people at the age of twenty-five, and by sixty-five, only four of them gonna be successful. And by hundred people, yes, you can take a hundred people by the age of twenty-five, and they can all be, you know, like, like me, you know, amped, trying, trying to make something. Mm-hmm. And by and by the age of sixty-five, only four of us. I mean, I take that back. Only five of us will be financially independent. Wow. Wow. See, I have to read Everybody more. else going to be working. I have to read more of those statistics because I'm running into a lot of people at... Because, I mean, I started my own business when I was 19, you know? So when, when I'm walking out and people like, can I get a job? Can I work for you? This, that, and the third. Sometimes them ages mess you up because you're like, wait they a minute. age. No, they older than me. Right. They much, much older, far older than me. And you looking like 
I can just imagine you're like, dude, I'm supposed, I'm not supposed to be, I'm supposed to be helping youngins. Yeah, yeah. But it's a lot of um older people that need jobs to to survive. You know what I'm saying? We gotta keep jobs for older people because right now, I don't know. But then, what do younger people do? Create. All the old people we create. Jobs. We create. We give. We give all of the old people their jobs. But they're not trained. We're not. The, the education system, in every level, does not train the child to create. And you know this. I know. Education are, I, is fucked up. But but from the home standpoint, the fathers, the mothers, they have to be the ones that instill creation. Because I teach my daughters how to paint. Mm-hmm. Like, my daughter already has a collection that we can already, like, monetize to this day. You know what I'm saying? Like, we make prints of her paintings, put them on her website. You know, we make t-shirts out of the paintings. You know what I'm saying? Like... She's building an empire from a young, young age. You know what I'm saying? We're going into all her stuff into galleries and stuff the whole time she's a child. You know? You don't keep some of it. Of course. Of course. Even if you enter something in the gallery, they don't have you don't have to sell it. You could just display it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh come check the the uh, exhibit out, but these ain't for sale. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Okay, you, okay. Because okay. you got to let the public see it. That's wrong to just, like, have No, nah, right, right, right. Absolutely. <laughs> you ain't showing nobody. But, um, like, like I said, I, today, I was supposed to do it over the weekend, but for some reason, all the Bank of America ATMs were down. So, I... Did it today. Ain't made no excuses. I still did not get the credit card. I gotta get the credit card. You gotta do that. Because you need the bills with credit. Uh-huh. I gotta get the credit card. Do, do you have a bank account with Chase? Mm-mm. No. I bank with, like, Bank of America, Credit Unions, PenFed, um, Educational Systems, Federal Credit Union. Prince George's County Credit Union and NASA. Um, I got a bunch. Yeah. You know. We got a Beaufort and Navy Fed. <laughs> but uh, I wanted Chase because I believe Chase is black on I don't know. I will research it because I've, I've sometimes you be thinking stuff black on. Not well, at least you know it's a black person up there. I think it's it's a. He like the head of it, maybe or yeah, something. Yeah, he like a president or CEO. Or well, something. see, wouldn't that not make sense? Isn't that the fake out? You put a figurehead up there that they they show everybody, and now you still funneling money to who? You know. I ain't gonna judge Chase. What I'm saying is, you really gotta know for sure, for sure who's at the top. Oh yeah, I mean absolutely. So I'm just, I'm, I'm just advocating for doing research. You know what I'm saying? Deep, deep, deep research. Like, don't take the first source that somebody tell you. Like, make them verify it. Cause I love, I love reading Forbes and this and that and the third. But sometimes I know what the game really, I know what's really going on. You know what I'm saying? Because when you've been out here a long time, you see how people like, market their company. Like, check this out. Like, okay. So she was showing me on Instagram a team of dog 
have a cure for coronavirus. Mm. And it consisted of the what's it called? The hydro. It's been debunked. Oh. But it's hydrochloric uh, zinc and cyber. What do you mean BP? It's just not. They didn't prove it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so it was hydrochloroquill. Hydrochloroquill, mm-hmm. zinc. And it was a third one. And it was a third one. Right? Mm-hmm. And she was like going in. And she was like, basically, how like she has used those three minerals or substances, vaccines. And, you know, the patient's cool. You know, they, they back to normal. And then you get on CNN and they're bashing Trump for promoting hydrochloroquine. <laughs> and it's like, what? I was just, that I couldn't just get past that. See the news? Because he was giving, like, he was giving a brief because they said that he was giving out false information and the TV is like on mute so you gotta read the subtitles mm-hmm. but I guess he had said that he was still taking hydroxychloroquine because that's what he was taking before this, this even whole, happened right when okay. this whole pandemic even started right they said he was taking that in like a preventative cause mm-hmm. and then that's what the doctor said that she'd be prescribing to people they have cured their, you know, coronavirus illness. Wow. But but, but, they, they're, but they're saying that it's been debunked? Right. So, so that means that they've done a clinical trial and they've tested it and not enough people are actually being healed in the amount of time they would deem fixed, you know. I don't know. Like you said, Shit just be all over the place. It do, man. The government crazy. They control the world. They do anything. <laughs> and we pay them. We got to. We got to. We don't. See, that's the thing. We need the smallest government possible. The government needs to have strict discipline boundaries and orders that they have to abide by. But see, there's people involved, so that's out the window. <laughs> no, 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 no. I understand there's people involved. But this is a good way. I would love to have that. And then it's like the people need to, you know, just take responsibility for their own shit. <laughs> that's going to be all. I <laughs> know. Um, that's the society we live in. People just want to blame I know. We can change what we want. Like, if you want a job, go make a job. Go have a job. That's what I'm trying to do. I mean, that's what I'm about to do. Like I see, I bought the junk today. Uh-huh. I'm about to flip this cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take out the cheese, and I'm going to use the cheese. I'm going to get the EIN. I'm going to get the credit. I'm going to get my dog surgery. And I'm going to start paying off on my student loan. That's good. I would do that. Then, <laughs> I would definitely do that. I just need a name, bro. I don't have a name. People too hung up on names. I need a name for the company. 
Because after I get that, then the next step is to just the camera, the website. Like, all of that is just, I gotta get this TV. I'm gonna flip this shit, like, next week. Like, oh my gosh. I'm gonna be doing three this weekend. This course. It's all in the man. But you do gotta remember, you gotta go out there and get it, too. What you mean? Like, even right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could try to schedule some jobs in between that reading, too. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I am. I uh, I met one, one of my friends yesterday, and we um did my resume. And I didn't, like, we updated a resume. Have you put in for any No, I didn't apply yet. You got to start doing that then. I was running that day. I know, I know, I know. I know, but the, the next time you get free time, you should dedicate that little. Give yourself oh, yes. just oh, like it's, it's a Windows on my computer. Indeed, already pulled up. Good. I already know. Like we talked about, what to look for. Tier two, maybe some tier one in terms of like IT help desk jumps. Um, I'm gonna restructure my jump to like resemble his in a little bit, but I learned like from what I can. Like he taught me, you know how to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that and straight production jumps, dude. Good. Because that that's the passion. Yeah, that's that the passion. And, that and straight production jumps. And, like, all, like, 50, 60K. Oh, good. Like, out of here. That's what's up. Out of here. That's what's up. Man. So, thank you guys so much for tuning in to Business Casual. 